Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Sage Advice Podcast. I am your host, as always, Sin Sage. And today we have a new kind of format in the sense that I have two guests uh, because it is a couple in the industry. So I love to have my guests sort of introduce themselves. So why don't you guys take it away? Maybe you want to go ahead first? <laughs> you go first. Why do I got to go first? Oh, my goodness. Come on. You're the uh, talker. You said that yeah, to me already. That is uh, 100% yeah. true. <laughs> so I am JR Cruz, one half of the cruises. Um, I've been a male performer in adult and fetish for almost a year now, going to our second fetish con, which is where it all began. Very excited for that. Um I'm also a retired army and father to three children that we are, uh, that are both ours and just uh, a husband of 19 years to this very patient and very beautiful woman. Oh my gosh. Okay. And, and said woman, please speak. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm Jasmine Cruz married to this wonderful J.R. Cruz. I've um, I'm a content creator I, I do porn and I love it. I'm also a traveling model, a traveling exotic dancer. I'm a certified personal trainer with eight fitness certifications. I uh, have it in, I, am, I memorized it. I have it in uh, sports nutrition, fitness nutrition, strength and conditioning, exercise therapy, group fitness, senior fitness, and youth fitness. And I competed in bodybuilding competitions and physique, two of them. I won third and first place, and he was my trainer. I have done lifting competitions, like strong woman competition, and won the, the deadlifting competition, and won the, the bench press competition, and won with J.R. Cruz as my trainer, once again, because he's very um, motivating. And he was the former athlete. I really didn't do any great organized sports except bench warmer volleyball player <laughs> center there's like two minutes so, in the game and it's a two you know an hour and a half game <laughs> but so I is he the hard. one that kind of inspired you to doing all those like competitions and getting really into sort of female bodybuilding and weightlifting and stuff yes absolutely because I always had this dream to you know look like that girl at the YMCA she was like a, a real great bodybuilder and she was just amazing at everything and he said you know you could look like her and be like her and you know it took me a few years probably to see yeah. the the muscle tone yeah and, that's uh, what i've heard be, it took years that's why everyone's like yeah. Oh, yeah have you been this all your life i was like no i was pretty much heavy chunky i ate a lot of bad foods drank soda my <laughs> genetics is bad actually i guess i'm probably the healthiest in my whole family so that's probably why i work hard train hard and keep that healthy philosophy to eat the right things and make healthy choices and do it not just for myself but i have three teenagers and thanks to this guy that trained them in like wrestling gymnastics soccer all those sports. This is that guy. Me? Yeah. I'm the, the mom that's great with academics and helping them with papers, except English, <laughs> because he's good at that. <laughs> I do the math well, and science department. Well, it's all about that balance, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's nice to, to have that. And it's probably part of why y'all's been together for so long. And, you know, you, 
Like that seems like a thing that we see, I don't know, maybe more so these days because people are getting into marriage and kids a little bit later. But um, but I, I'm surprised when you say, you know, you've been you've been married for 19 years. I look at both of you here and I'm just like, you're, you look young. Oh, you're so oh, sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I'm 44. You are. 38. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. I'm a real MILF, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, genuine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they call me a MILF, but I have not had any kids, so I'm not a mom. So I'm like, <laughs> not quite accurate, but those little or uh, freaking labels in porn rarely are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very true. So, so were you, um, so Jasmine, were you mo- uh, dancing and modeling and doing these things before um, you started like producing clips or it was at the beginning of like your sex work? Oh, I've been dancing for actually seven years and modeling longer than I have. This the yeah. boy girl work I just started mm-hmm. and signed with Cox Models October 2022. So all of this is oh, cool. we're just winging it and, and doing everything that people are telling us. We're just the ambitious, driven couple that says, if you say it works, we'll do it all. That's what we're doing. Now we're doing like oral wrestling now, fantasy wrestling. Did you say oral yes. wrestling? Oh, no, no. I said o- oil, oil. I mean, I'm down for some oil. Because I heard wrestling. oral too, but okay, I was like, cool. I th- I'm like, that's oil. Implied, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. We actually do that for real. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Res- wrestling, oh. I-, I think a lot of people are sometimes kind of surprised to hear what a lucrative, um, you know, fetish that is to start a business in or at least dabble in. Yeah. It's really popular. It's a Um, lot of fun too. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you guys are really into, you know, aside from just the sex aspect, like physical (laughs) activity. I mean, it's something that for you to be that much into it, exercise. Yeah. But it sounds like (laughs) it's something that also brings you joy because it's more than just exercise for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mentally and physically, it helps us. Actually, for those of those listening, it's actually good for your hormones. I actually saw a fitness medicine professional, and he told me if that's not in check, then, you know, your hormones imbalance, like your stress and everything that can affect Mm -hmm. everything, might be your sex life, your your stress levels can, and if not in check, then, you know, that's why people get sluggish or, you know, they get cranky like I do. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's why i need no, it more. no not, yeah, a, not at all i need it more not at all <laughs> <laughs> so jr how long were you uh active in the military 20 years still... 20 wow. years so yeah. you were 18 when you started yes you right yes up. ma'am i actually wanted to sign up a year before i was a senior in high school when 9 11 happened and me and uh, my two best friends were in the same class when it happened and we decided then and there that we were going to join. Um, I was a year younger wow. than they were because um, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of universally a lot of parents will hold the boy back a year before they go in just to try to match the maturity levels. And mm. um, my parents. Depending on your birthday. Where it yeah. Falls, yeah. So I was not that lucky. So most of the boys <laughs> in high school with me were, you know, 18 months or more older than me. For mm-hmm. the most part. So, but yeah, so they all joined and then I got to join after I turned 18. Mm-hmm. So, and what, like, and, and you retired recently then? Yes. Yeah. Got yeah, the this year. 
Oh yeah. So, so did you have to, like, was there any point? Well, cause I guess then you've only been participating JR in for about a year ish. You're about yes. to go to your second year. And so was it, you said, you mentioned fetish con, like, so I'm assuming Jasmine brought you to fetish con and was like, let's do this or <laughs> what did, tell me how that, what did okay. that look like? So that was actually kind of a, an interesting story. So, uh, she had gotten, uh, I forget what his name, Bill from Bill's Playhouse up in Jersey. Um, He had reached out to her. I was managing most of her social media and kind of doing all the responses until I could, um, you know, make sure that they were genuinely real people. And then I'd be like, okay, hey, babe, can you take over now? Um, Right. Because, yeah. That's a nice question. And then Macy Devine. Yeah. yeah. So Macy Devine was the other model that was shooting with her for uh, Bill's Playhouse. And she said something to Jasmine like, oh, my God, your feet are so pretty. Then the conversation moved on from there, talking about FetishCon and stuff like that. And so we were like, uh, okay. Yeah, she pretty much said, you do not do not work as a, an exotic dancer that weekend. You will pull in way more money. Trust me. Have faith in me. And I said, okay, I guess we're doing it. So we actually did it. I called her back and I said, you know what? I did what you said and it worked. <laughs> so it came true. I didn't have to work many hours people hired hired us on the spot and it was great yeah they didn't meet me they just met me there and said hey i would like yep. to have you in a shoot have you done this yep. before i'll try anything <laughs> yeah so i was uh i was really more of just the behind the scenes guy doing her calendar getting her to and from all her shoots and stuff i didn't really do much of any shooting except for just a little cameo in um wimpy webmasters uh thing mm-hmm. so you were like um, her or assistant, like manager yeah. slash assistant, like, yeah. Yeah, just Team Jasmine. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was it. So it was really kind of evolved after that. Um, and we become really close friends with, with Macy um, Divine. And that's where we met Kimchi and Paula Diamonds. And then through then. Everyone. They, yes. And then they've all kind of introduced us to all of these other amazing people. Like, uh, you know, like Autumn Bodell was another one that we met in Jersey and just one of the most amazing individuals we've ever come across. We love her so much. We love her, too. She's incredible. (laughs) Great, great guest on the podcast as well. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's what is cool about conventions sometimes, whether it's FetishCon or AVN or whatever the convention is, Exotica, perhaps like if you go and you have an interest in getting into this line of work like it's it's all there for you like all you have to do is ask all you have to do and it's just networking really and so i you know personally like i have had an agent or two or three in my 20-year career but they've never really done a lot for me and Mm -hmm. all the work that i've gotten the career that i've built is just based on literally networking and sharing contacts and talking and meeting people so yeah, so for all those people who are like, how do I get in the industry? Question I have completely stopped answering. I'm like, <laughs> just go to a fucking convention. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just sign up. Because, well, with FetishCon especially, it's like you can just go as a guest and you can just observe or you can play because there are plenty of people who are just lifestyleists there too. Or you can do the professional aspect and and try to book shoots and, and ask questions. Like that's how you really start learning, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm assuming y'all like went to your first one and you went to the meet and greet. 
Yes, and that's where you like book, booked all these gigs. You booked the whole weekend up. That's yes, we self promoted ourselves. Yeah, it was yeah. Fun. It was so yeah, cool. Yes. So you came away from that feeling like this is what we want to do. Absolutely. Yes, uh, we loved it. <laughs> we didn't know there was that many fetishes in real life. So oh, here I am, modeling God. and traveling and doing exotic dancing. A lot of it, I was like, I could have been doing this a long time ago. I, I didn't know about it. So it was all new to me, new to us. Yeah. So we're just learning. Yeah. And there's so many of them. So we're excited. And so do you still have like ties or relationships with military people? I mean, I yeah. assume friends and families and stuff like that. Have you uh, come out to them? <laughs> um, <laughs> some of them, yeah. Uh, there, we have yeah. quite a few that we're still pretty close to. Yeah. Um, they all know what we do. Um, yeah. We keep it open and honest with them so that, you know, yeah. we don't want down the line where it's a shocker, especially to our close right. friends. We kind of just say, hey, accept us. If not, hey, we're, we're understanding. We'll move on. We're, we're just so right. loving what we do now. And if you're not supportive, yeah. then we got to build more friendships. But as far as I know, everyone's been supportive, which is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah we've been, we've been really so lucky happy. with that. <laughs> yeah. And would you say so so jasmine you've you've kind of um always participated a little bit in the sex industry at least right yes or at least with modeling and stuff mm -hmm. like you've been dancing only for seven years mm -hmm. i'm curious what did you do before that <laughs> was it like uh, before, a fitness thing or before, uh, before you danced, modeling and dancing and all that yeah I, yeah I was actually i worked 10 years or in logistics, um, ordering supplies for like engineering companies like nationwide. I did like shipment. Very um, not the greatest because I was I telecommuted. Okay, I was stuck confined uh -huh. in walls. So I think yeah. that's how I got into personal training because when mm. I had a break or after work at my office job eight to five, I told my yeah. husband I was like, hey, I want to go work at the gym. And I was so excited. And then he goes. He made the suggestion. He goes, you know what? You've been working 10 years. You just need to like put in your two, oh wait, what's your two uh, weeks notice? Two weeks notice and just get out yeah. and just get your scholarship because I have, you'll get a 4.0 GPA. Come out of there at the top of your class. I thought he was kidding. And then you could own your gym. He already had it all splayed out. And I said, okay, you know what? I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to do yeah. exactly what you said. He's going to, you're going to win all these competitions. You're going to start training at the gym. You're going to have all these customers. And I'm getting nervous because I have no experience. I have not even like a experienced structured athlete. Like I had to read right. a lot. I had to learn from him because he's the former athlete. I went to the gym, power lifters asking, how do you deadlift? Show me that. I was writing notes like a, like a crazy nerd going on YouTube. <laughs> Yeah. Knowledge. And then all of a sudden he said to me, I believe you're going to just get out there and be the top and the best. Because he said, my passion is my heart. When I set my goals high and aim high, I think it's going to happen. And then years later, it happens. I got my own gym. The story behind wow. that is I quit Gold's Gym for a month. And he said, no, he went to a he went to schooling in Virginia and he said, there's this soldier in my class, babe. You know, he has a garage and he has his equipment. We can open up a business account like he does it. And we're just going to roll with it. And, and 
you know, no matter what, lose money or gain money, we'll just first two years, we'll see how it goes. So I'm going to tell people the first year and a half was rocky because we didn't know anybody yeah. in Augusta, Georgia. But this one here was like, no, like, we're going to create business cards. You're going to talk to people like you talk to people on the phone in the grocery store. You're going to, you're going to, you know, influence masses. So I said, okay. So it, it took time, yeah, a year and a half. I was about of to give up. I, yeah. And then all no. of a sudden, everybody, social media was all over me in Augusta with Facebook, Instagram. I did a, I did, I'd made a TikTok. One of the um, coaches, Coach Ray Weber, reached out to me. He's a former NFL player. Was like, he, he saw me before that happened. He wanted to hire me, but I was like, no, not ready. And as soon as I, he hired me my gym actually exploded. It was funny. It's like, look, I'm actually getting more clients now. So I'm going to have to decline it because I'm getting customers now. So it was wow. like, it was crazy. And it, his vision was quite clear. He said, um, when someone like you is very genuine and, and you have a big heart, people can feed on that and they see your heart and your passion. They would rather listen to someone who started ground zero than somebody who's always trained all their lives. So I said, yeah. okay. Yeah, and and, Thanks for that, guys. and that's yeah. First of all, it sounds like you have just this really amazing attitude, Jr. Like you're really. It sounds like you've got this. Um, you know, you just believe it, and you believe it enough, and you make it happen. You just trust Absolutely. in it. You have that like sort of faith in your own abilities and your dreams, and like. I feel so strongly that way too. And I think that the thing what you just said about like what people are drawn to is essentially like the authenticity and that's yeah. literally like what i preach that's like what i'm all about i'm like if you just if you just are true to yourself and the passions you have and the things that you love it's like just have faith in that and then keep doing it and keep feeding that and soon enough like the results will just be there it, it's it's like magic i don't know it's like the secret <laughs> or whatever yes yeah <laughs> Like, I just think that, you know, if you just sort of put your head down and just trust in your own passions and the, the best things will come to you, you know, yeah. and it was the same thing with like opening clip stores for me. It was like the first couple of years I was just like, God, I feel like I'm trying so hard and it's I'm not seeing the results that that I expected, you know, but yeah. it was like, just keep doing it, just keep doing it. And then they came and it, so it takes yeah. time, but it's like trust in it. It's the hardest part though, isn't important. it? The, mm -hmm. the whole like you want you think that it's just this instant thing and instant success. And you know, yes. yeah, some people do luck out like that, but if not, you've got to grind. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've yeah. been doing we've only had a store for probably like four or five months now. Um mm -hmm. we're slowly trying to build it, and now we're dealing with cliff for sale, took down almost all of our clips because now our yeah. consent forms are not acceptable anymore or some. But yeah. I don't want to get too too much into that because there's a little no, bit. No, of... like we talk about that all the time yeah. on this show. <laughs> sort of like, well, just navigating the difficulties of if it's not like you missed a couple of words that are really important in the forms or you said the word hypno here in this clip. Like, yes. I take it down. If it's not one thing, it's another, you know. Um, and yeah. that's just it's a common gripe for us as creators. And unfortunately, we're got our hands sort of tied by those credit card companies. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yep. but but 
Um, but at the same time, like, it, again, it, so it is, it's tough with, you know, it's only been four months. It's like, again, just keep doing the thing that you're passionate about. Keep, keep having fun with it and making this stuff and like, yeah. you will get there. It just takes oh, time. Yeah. And do y'all have an OnlyFans too? Is it like a combo we or you do. have individual? So or? we have, we have individual, individual ones. ones. Um, mm-hmm. our friend, a friend of ours actually is managing both of them for us. Um, nice, she's yeah. just another one. Like we met her last year during night moves down in, uh, Tampa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a, f- a fellow model that she met at one of the IBS, IBMS events. Las Vegas. No, no, no. You met, um, Angie. you met Angie at, oh, yeah, that's right. in Florida. In Florida, sorry. Um, but anyway, so she was, she told her friend Tatiana, it was like, Tati, you've mm-hmm. got to meet these guys. Mm-hmm. And it was just another one of those like instant connections. And so she's yeah. just been one of our biggest cheerleaders and just they're helping us with everything. Um, so we do our stuff together and then we do our stuff separate Mm -hmm. and yeah, it's, it's fun. Yeah. And to have, to have that support again, like within the industry, like helping you and guiding you. And I mean, it's, it's invaluable, especially with OnlyFans because it is like, it is way more work than people imagine. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) So, so much, especially when you've got conflict, you know, other priorities too. I mean, our personal life, I mean, our family life always yeah. will come first you know of so course. that's like has to. yeah um so that's always a struggle doing that whole balance but it's like you know I, yeah this is how we got to pay for stuff and help and everything mm-hmm. but at the same time i mean it's not worth anything if if we're not there for our kids yes um, and for is, each other that so. statement about um you you work to live exactly don't live to work like oh, no, yeah. no 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 <laughs> because then exactly like what's the point <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah so. and that's the thing with uh but it's something i've seen a lot with you know i'm on like some only fans reddits and stuff like that for creators and you know people would just be like i was expecting to make this much and i'm so discouraged now because i didn't i'm thinking i'm just gonna give up and i'm like how long have you had your only fans for like a week i was like oh, oh. honey <laughs> like yeah. what <laughs> like manage those expectations like, absolute expectation expectation <laughs> management is a huge huge part of this mm-hmm. um and that's where like you said before like asking questions of people that have been doing this for a while has yeah. really kind of been the uh the, the thing that's helped us the most is just kind of learning and and growing and just again just we keep grinding away whatever it is that we're going for we're we're putting everything into it yeah, and then we, we asked a ton of questions too at the yeah, conventions. Yeah. We're we're that couple like any yeah. questions? Yes, us in the back. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Always. And we have our notepads, writing notes. Reaching you know. out to people on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> yes. And we did uh it was a couple weeks ago. I met this amazing, amazing creator. Um, I think her name was Sin Sage, and yes. she was just super helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was amazing, yeah. Oh, she's just been great. I know, you know? I just can't believe it. <laughs> Well, I'm so more than happy uh, to continue helping fellow creators always. I'm such like a communist or whatever. I'm like, I'm just like, we should help each other. Like I never feel a sense of competition or anything like that. I'm like, let's collaborate. And I did see this somewhere once. I, I saw this somewhere once. It's like the people 
at the bottom with that like bottom mindset, they're the ones who are in competition with each other. The people with yep. like mm-hmm. that top mindset, with yes. that success mindset, they're collaborating. Yeah. Collaboration yes. versus competition. Like that's mm-hmm. yes. that's what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that um what do they say? That crabs in a bucket mentality where like they're trying to pull everybody mm-hmm. back down into the bucket as opposed to yes. lifting each other up. Everyone could get that. out if they just pushed each other out. Yeah. They, exactly. Good one, babe. Right. You're not even from Maryland. <laughs> not just a pretty face. I'm from Maryland. She's talking about crabs. I'm like, what do you know about that? Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, they're uh, good for eating. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Unless you have a seafood awesome. allergy. But <laughs> that yeah. that's just sad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But, so yeah. amazing. Well, I love hearing uh, like your origin stories and stuff like that. And Thank you. I think, and again, too, you know, just... Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if grind is the right mindset, but sometimes it is like, you know, you just keep grinding away and yeah. just with the consistency too. that, that's like, to me, I found that that's sort of like the key, like it all starts coming together. If you're doing the same days of the week, every single week, you don't miss a day. Like whenever I cammed, um, and what I noticed about camming is it's like that too. Like you have to make a schedule. You have to stick with it. If you want to build customers and clients yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and for me, this. I struggle with that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We we've done, we've dabbled in the camming thing, and we're kind of not a hundred percent if we're into it or not. Um, we do porn star cam house, which is a fun one. Um, I do that too with my with my partner Drake. Yeah, uh, we love it. Yeah, I'm like so you're gonna cool. pay me. You're gonna pay me how much to just fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. my husband out? <laughs> right? Deal. That's what said. Absolutely. That's what say perfect, and I know and him well. Yes. And it's funny too, because he'll be like, all right, like literally every single time we've done it, he's like, okay, I got to go over these ground rules. You know, he's like, just in case, <laughs> always have a Viagra. We recommend he takes a Viagra and yep. you have to be dick in a pussy or a hole like this many minutes. And I'm like, yep. 40 bro, minutes, I believe is the magic number. We got this. Like- <laughs> I'm like, it's so funny for me too. Cause I like Connor, uh, Connor's her mm-hmm. agent and has been a good mm-hmm. friend of ours for a while now. And so seeing how he, how he is, uh, manages his, uh, when he does it, it's yeah. really very cool. It's, it's definitely not something that I I'm quite as skilled at, but I know that mm-hmm. I get so excited when I notice like, okay, I started at this time. All right. 40 minutes. All right. Yes. And I'm like, all right, time to finish. That is like, oh, now I can come. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, for people, Pornstar Cam House is, it's it's essentially on stream but you can go to pornstarcamhouse.com. Here's some free promo for Pornstar right? Cam House. <laughs> Max, we love you. Yeah, and it's usually <laughs> real, what I've noticed is usually real couples. Um, yeah, not yeah. always, but yeah, just, just fucking for an hour yeah. and you get to watch and you can interact if you want to and stuff. So, and I think it's yeah. every Monday and Wednesday, 8 yes. p.m. Pacific time. <laughs> Yeah, eight thirty, something like that. But yeah, <laughs> yeah so got- that's been great. What I love about camming is just knowing that it's there for me if I need mm. it. I feel like that about stripping and a camming. It's like not necessarily the the number one thing I would go and choose to do um, anymore. Like it mm. used to be my life, and now I'm now I just produce mainly. But to know that, like, if things were dropping with the production income or you know who knows but like just knowing that it's there for me if i need it it's nice absolutely and you had mentioned that like if we were able to come up to visit you'd even go hit up a club with her 
you know, I and would I too. love to. I would absolutely Aww. freaking love to. <laughs> like, I appreciate that. <laughs> because I still do. Like, I love live performance. I, I wish I had like some kind of a feature dance agency or something like that mm-hmm. that would actually get me bookings because I love performing live on stage and whatever sexual performance it might be. And um, there's a lot of things that I, there's a lot of little things I do miss about dancing. Like I, I enjoy it. I love putting on those sexy stripper heels. I love the stripper heels. I love, I love dancing on the stage. It's a good time. So to have like a partner that would come and do it with me, like I am so all about that. It would be fun. Yay. I'm a little, I'm a little mix up. I'm a little change of pace. So yes. we need to um, plan that out for yes. sure. It'll be fun. And so we can make a whole couple days of it and shoot a bunch of content. And- yeah. 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 We, uh, we'd actually just met um, Ray Ray and her husband. I don't know if mm-hmm. you're familiar with her. She's just freaking amazing. And, her and her husband are both prior service as well, which is another way where we got that like instant connection. Yeah. Um, so they live in Ohio. So it would be hmm. cool that we could do a tour. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We haven't, we've only toured the East coast for the most part now. And we're getting, there's a, we're bunch, getting going on. There's a bunch going on here <laughs> in the Midwest. And then of yeah. course, like you simply must go to Vegas and Los Angeles and even oh, yeah. like Phoenix and Temp- and uh, Phoenix and uh, Tucson have a couple creators too. So oh, okay. it's worth yeah. it. It's worth it. And then like, honestly, Texas is starting to blow up, like not as many in Austin, although there are some yeah. uh, foot fetish guy in Austin um, and a bunch of some other creators, but uh, Houston, a mm-hmm. lot of creators, like I've gone down there for shoots before and I'm, just meeting other, you know, some wrestling people, some femdomy stuff, whatever. Like, so it's just yeah. that networking, baby. Right. Got to get your network on. Yeah. We, were, <laughs> we were actually, we were supposed to do a trip in June where we were going to try to do like a cross country thing um, yeah. and hit up Texas and stuff and then get out to Vegas because yeah. Ariel is awesome and we're dying oh, yeah. to, to work with her for her, however you want to yes. call it. It's just. It's just a matter of getting out there. Um. You guys are perfect for her stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So it, that would be that would be a lot of fun to plan out. It's just a matter of trying to figure out the when. Um, yeah, it's it's that's I try to plan stuff like three to six months down the line if yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a journey like that. You know. Yeah. yeah. Like the the main time that we try not to do any touring though is is like uh, wrestling season because all three of our kids are wrestlers. Yeah. Okay. Um, so with the exception of AVN, we went, uh, for that trip, mm-hmm. but other than that, it was yeah. just, we try to stay home and go to their meets and yeah, cheer them on and all that. I, uh, be supportive parents. That's yeah. Awesome. I used to coach and then, uh, I got outed and they were like, yeah, you, you can't coach anymore. I was like, come on. Yeah. For some reason, if you engage in any form of sex work whatsoever, yeah. you cannot be around children. Apparently. I don't know. It's, yeah, you know, because that's that's the same we thing. Can't, we're yeah. like incapable of compartmentalizing mm-hmm. our lives. Like, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. It's it gets old, man. But yeah, it's frustrating. <laughs> Very. So wrestling season. I don't know what that is. Is it just so, the whole school year? Uh, so it's uh, like end of October is when they start training up, and then their matches start uh-huh. mid to mid um, November, and then that goes into february and or march depending on mm-hmm. how far they go in the actual uh individual competitions at the end 
Um, our daughter, actually, this was her first year and she made it all the way to seventh place in sectionals, which is the one tournament before the state open. Yeah. So, wow. Oh my gosh. Congrats. That's so exciting. Yeah. That's fun. All right. So let's talk a little bit about sort of like your individual um, like history with erotic entertainment. Okay. Um, so uh, we could start with Jasmine. Um, when was the first, what was your very first encounter with a piece of erotic media or, you know, just porn? When, what's your first memory of like stumbling across some porn? Okay. So I was playing hide and go seek at my parents' family's party. It was a bunch of adults. So I know mm -hmm. that the TV was on. I guess the adults were in the kitchen. And I remember I was probably near the <laughs> oriental divider. And then we had a sofa. And then I was like, oh, what's going on? I think the guy is licking her her thing down there. <laughs> and I, I had to be like 10, 10 or 11. And uh, it was a bunch really? of kids at the house, though. That's the yeah. funny part. They were all playing hide and skate. Okay, it went to, oh, let's hide going. Wait, what's that? <laughs> So then that's probably when I got introduced to seeing that. And then, of course, in the Filipino culture, I felt like they're very, very open minded. So I think at a young age, I remember having like a poster of a girl with nipples on like the bathroom door of our basement. And all I could say was, why is that there? It was just weird. You know, tell them about the barrel. And, uh, yeah, and then the Filipino culture, we have like this barrel, this wooden barrel, this male guy, and the it's all made of wood, all carved out with a guy and a barrel, and you lift the barrel, and this thing comes out, like it, it like it's like it's a springy dick. It comes out, and I'm going. And the funny thing is, it's not just my, my bathroom, but many Filipino bathrooms have it, and they have like dick ashtrays. I did not know what was going on. <laughs> So JR goes to the bathroom and we were just dating. He goes, I don't know if I'm supposed to notice this, but why is there this ashtray in your bathroom? I was like, everyone has one? So, so, no, no, no. And so it was funny with her parents because her parents had the toilet paper roll on the dick <laughs> ashtray. So, like, it was just a, it was a toilet paper holder. So, so now whenever we no go to There was no avoiding a, the dick. No, nowhere. no. Anytime we go to a, a fellow Filipino's place now, I'm like, okay, where's the barrel? Where's the barrel? Where is it? Where's it? I know you got thing? one. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's so, probably what it was. It was common to see that in a household. Yeah, unless absolutely. I, unless they're perverted Filipinos that my parents' friends had. I, it could be that too. I don't know. Uh, yeah, because I'm kind of like, a, like it sounds a little bit to me like there was some, you know, age appropriate, comprehensive sex education sort of happening for you. Would you not agree really. with that or not, not so much? Okay, it was just like a casual thing that was never talked yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. In the Philippine culture, you're supposed to be very. Uh, we're sheltered. We're very reserved. We don't really. We shut. We just keep our mouth shut. As right. far as like. I, no I noticed I took sociology class and this is funny. Mm -hmm. They talked about that, that the Filipinos are most, they're very, very hospitality, they have hospitality, but mm -hmm. they're also very reserved. And I, I had to read this and I told the class, this is true because yeah. a lot of the Filipinos, we, I, I wasn't able to express how I felt. And during our marriage, I would just not say much. He's like, get yeah. angry, get mad. No. Whatever you tell me is fine. So then he didn't like it because 
at, at the same time, I wasn't used to someone saying, tell me what you're really feeling. I was so used to just going along with it. Yeah. Right. But now he got me to open up and say, no, in my culture or American culture, say what you feel. F it. Scream. Get mad. Yeah. Get angry. Yeah, I, I come from a very Polish background and we're <laughs> we're very we just explode and then it's over and, you know, you move yeah. on. So two right. very different um, cultures kind of clashing uh, in the beginning of our yeah, marriage was uh, interesting. Yeah. That's why when I played, uh, it was like a card game for Christmas, I wanted to leave because I said, why are they screaming at each other playing <laughs> cards? I just want to be very peaceful. Did you and- play uh, sit back or pitch? <laughs> I've never even heard of it. Uh-uh. Oh, God. It's, it's like the northerners version of spades. It's somewhat similar, somewhat different. But yeah, mm-hmm. so that's with a normal like, deck of cards, like a regular mm-hmm. card. Deck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a family tradition. So there's a lot of shouting and you know trash talking and all that stuff, and it it made her uh, a little uncomfortable. Okay, I wasn't used to that. <laughs> I wasn't used to that. Yeah. Yeah. But oh my God. I just, I think like you're making me fall in love with y'all because. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, because I think it is. You know, we do. So I can understand that about like the Filipino culture, but I think at least in American culture in general, sometimes, especially for men, it's this toxic concept of like, you are allowed to have only the emotion of anger and Mm -hmm. also like, don't talk about your feelings. Mm -hmm. And so I love to hear that it's almost like, you know, that you you maybe had that culture of like kind of don't talk about your feelings like don't complain don't rock the boat yes. but then he's here to say like hey i love you and i want our relationship to work like we need to talk about these things i need to know how you feel and yeah. like to me and that that is like a foundation of of a good marriage in my opinion or a good relationship Aww. i should just say yeah. and so yeah so that's like me hearing that you were like <laughs> arriving with that and i'm like oh my heart like i love it so much and it's just a testament you've been together for freaking almost 20 years now you have three kids you've been married this whole time like ah it's a (laughs) a beautiful story (laughs) i'm so lucky i love to hear it oh i'm lucky too yes this is uh, it so it's like you're gonna have all these people telling you jasmine like uh, your husband's such a lucky man and because it happens to me all the time yeah and i'm just like yeah but i am lucky I am lucky too. too. Yeah. And so like, you're already there. You're there. You've yeah. been there. Like, this is yes. going to be good for you guys. <laughs> yeah. We complement each other. That's what makes us yes. stronger. You know, our differences make us even more stronger. And what Hell yeah. he's good at his strengths helps strengthen me. What are my strengths mm-hmm. that help? So it's like, he's good with the sports. Yeah. I suck at mm-hmm. it. So I'm good at mm-hmm. academics, but that's yep. where he chimes mm-hmm. in the sports. You don't stuff. suck at mm-hmm. sucking though. No, I don't suck at sucking. Hey, yo. <laughs> performance is <laughs> level highest <laughs> yes okay i'm even more excited to collaborate with you guys now um, <laughs> so but jr let's hear your story about when you first encountered so pornography. Yeah. my first encounter was uh staying over a friend's house who had uh his own little collection of uh penthouse magazines and he used to let me borrow them and, you know, I could take them home and, you know, do what needs to be done. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, how, uh, so what age was that? Uh, probably 13, 13, yeah, 14. That's, kind of, that's a little older than what we yeah. normally hear. Oh, yeah. No, I'm so I, I really am very different than 
than a lot of people in, in different scenarios, such as like she was my first. Oh, yeah. oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's beautiful. It was something that I had uh, I'd wanted ever since I was younger. I had just I'd always wanted to yeah. to wait and yeah. have have the you know share that special moment with um with the person that I wanted to be with forever. Oh, oh so. god, you guys are melting my whole heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's paid off, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's definitely helped out. Um, yeah, but the good it, thing about porn was I was, even though I was a virgin the first time we were together, I was, uh, I, you'd say I was fairly experienced in uh, yes. what needed to be done. Yes. Very amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no complaints here. But, Does it, uh, do you mind getting a little more explicit about that? Oh, always. So, like, <laughs> so, so like, was it in the sense that like the first time that you had sex with her, like you wanted to eat her pussy and you wanted to take time? Like, is that yeah, how you would describe I, it? So kind of the, the passion of it and everything, mm -hmm. um, you know, slowly kissing around her neck and down her body and, you know, all of that. And then yeah, uh, once I actually kind of put my dick in there the first time it was a different scenario. It was like, Oh my God, what is this? Oh! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that can be difficult to, yeah. to contain for your very first time. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing though, is that it was kind of unique in that she was living in Baltimore and I was stationed down in um, Fort Stewart, Georgia at the time. So mm -hmm. whenever I would get like a four day weekend was the only times that we would go up to, we would get to see each other um, yeah. before we got married. So I was, uh, it was, we were what, like averaging 20 or so times uh, a day. Uh, in a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was great. Cause I, <laughs> I didn't need to think, to think about, want to anything. By the time I got back, I was so chafed and raw. <laughs> right. We did it so many times. Time to heal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need that break for just a minute. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I love that so much. I love that for y'all. And then, but at, so at some point, I guess like what I kind of understood is that aside from work, you have a little more of like a swinger lifestyle or yes. let's talk about that. Okay. Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. How, how did that, how did that begin? Do you want me to? Yeah, you can expand. Okay. So um, I was dealing with my own demons from the deployments and everything and yeah, I knew that like I was losing my intimacy and the wanting to be close and, and things like that. And mm. I could tell that it also was affecting her. And so yeah. one of the things that I proposed was, you know, like, why don't we work something out where, you know, if, if there's stuff that I'm not able to give you right now, like, let's see what we can do about throwing someone else in there that can kind of step in and and, and fill in the gaps, if you pardon the uh, pun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know? Um Yeah. It wasn't very well received at first, but we kind of continue to work through it and dabbled and it's uh it's a lot of fun. Yes. But like I would say in a lot of circumstances it's, it's like okay, well, let's generalize a little bit here, but yeah, for sure. the the male part to be the one who is encouraging, encouraging that. Yeah. And, yeah, and not and you know, usually this, this, the jealousy is so strong, right? But yeah. it, 
it sounded like from on your part, JR, it was kind of more like I I want my wife to be satisfied. Feel good. Yeah. 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 So for me, uh, it it actually shocks people because they usually think, how does your husband encourage that? You know, that kind of question. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I think for me, I I get kind of I feel like he pretty much helps me pick the guys and talk to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very as people will see, I, I'm an exotic dancer. I'm always in front of the camera. What they don't mm-hmm. know is I'm very shy. And I shy. Just say, you, you do it. Like I always say, you do it. You know? He's like, <laughs> yeah. you're the guy, you know how to say it. Me, I just mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm good at typing. But he goes, No, guys are like, they don't want to see you typing. You just tell them in person. Just walk right up to them. Like, no. <laughs> so for me, I kind of with me and the swinging thing, my my biggest deal is I'm very intellectual and there has to be chemistry. Mm-hmm. So, and the confidence yep. has to be there. I don't want yep. somebody who's very self-absorbed, think about themselves, but if they're very yeah. caring, genuine, nurturing type, then that's mm-hmm. how he knows that they're my type. And especially if they like to go to the gym, that's a big one with me. Sure. <laughs> because my, <laughs> yeah. my stamina is high and I'm very mm. like, you know, high energy. So, you know, if mm. we can't talk about working out or, or like something in that aspect that I love, my passion mm-hmm. is that. And if they don't like it too much to work out or even enjoy running, that's good too. Mm. At least some form so that I don't, mm-hmm. I like productivity and active people. Cause I'm, yeah. well, maybe I'm ADHD ish, but. <laughs> well, and funny. So like, I mean, like she mentioned, she's got a lot of stamina and it's kind of nice sometimes to, um, and I've never heard anybody else say this. I think it was Ariel or somebody on one of your more recent podcasts that talked about like the lifestyle stuff. And I would like, she mm-hmm. said the exact same term that I do. Like sometimes it's good to be able to like step away and have a sandwich and, you know, let them <laughs> yes. kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like our first ever, uh, our first uh, boy, boy, girl threesome. Uh, that was one of the situations and i was like all right I'll, mm-hmm. yeah y'all keep going i'm gonna go have a cigarette and uh and have a drink you yeah know? And then i came and back and in and have fun and i'll be back and yeah exactly and it's kind of hot to like walk in on that happening and fuck yeah <laughs> i love it so and does it go the other way too i mean you also fuck uh, women yes yes but yes kind of, like, we like the whole watching each other I think it's a turn. So, on. do you you prefer to do it like so? You don't do it separately, is that right? Or you um, do sometimes. It depends. It's it depends. it's uh that's a that's a floating boundary that's really more of uh, how we're feeling in our relationship and stuff. Uh, sometimes yeah. we're good with it. Sometimes it's it's not it's communication. Issue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And really, a lot of times it's 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 just more fun when we're together. Yeah, um, it is. When we're shooting, we'll go and like we travel separately sometimes and like we'll send each other like naughty pictures like with uh, um, if you ever met Aaliyah Taylor, she used to be known as Scar. She used to be pretty big in wrestling Uh and stuff. Um, Just an amazing individual. But so like I sent a picture of like her with uh, my dick in her mouth and I sent it to her and she fucking loved it or, you know, my turn, my turn. Yeah. 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 She'll send me like a little video of like, Hey, this is who I'm about to go fuck and this and that. And I'm like, yes. Yes. Oh, I love it. Uh, When she, when she goes on a tour without me and when she comes back and like the last time was with uh, Johnny love and they were shooting and fucking for 
God, like what five hours before you flew home? Yeah. So she got. Yeah. I picked her up at the airport, and she was just like, "Yeah." Sore. So <laughs> <laughs> I texted uh, him afterwards. I was like, "Good job, buddy." You know. <laughs> yes. And doesn't it kind of like fire up your own sparks? Oh sometimes? yeah. Yeah. Like I've noticed that. So my uh relationship like we we're like open i wouldn't we're not swingers i don't feel like that's the right terminology hmm. um but we as long as the two of us are together participating then it's hot as fuck. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I'm like, sometimes if we have like a really bomb threesome, uh, more so personal life things, um, yeah. as opposed to shooting, but like if we do stuff in our personal life and then we have like a great time or exhausted and da, da, da. but it, like maybe later that night or like the next day, it's like, rawr, you know, just for each oh, other yeah. It's part of that, like fuel, you know? And I love yeah. that. Oh, and, that's awesome. We'll and I feel like that's afterwards. how, Yes, and it. Mm. Yes, <laughs> right. Like it's like, oh my god, it was so like, hot when you were taking that dick, and just like mm -hmm. your eyes rolled in the back it. of your head. And, uh, you suck your mm -hmm. pussy so well with that tongue of yours that you do. The one yeah. I love. <laughs> yes, yes, it's so hot. It's so stimulating, and something that like I've worked. You know, it's not like jealousy doesn't exist. I think that the the key is. Uh, and you tell me like if you agree or whatever but i think part of the key is um rather than you know i think our natural instinct sometimes with jealousy is like put up that wall and push it away it's like an uncomfortable feeling so like don't feel it or avoid it or get angry mm -hmm. about it or whatever and i think if you instead like lean into it like accept it think about it and it can also sort of fuel that fire a little bit like yeah i was a little jealous like now fuck me harder like you know what i mean <laughs> like nice. it gives me a, like it's 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 like a little spicy you know it's like yeah. a little spice Love and that. and then like work and then just sort of doing that over the years it has shifted now for me to where there's rather than like moments of jealousy. Now I get moments of compersion. So like if we're doing a threesome and there's a moment where it's like, I simply don't fit into this, what's happening right now. Like, or maybe I just want to lean back and watch yeah. this girl ride my husband's cock. Like <laughs> I've done that before and like watched him look at her and just seen this look in his eyes and her face. And I'm, and I'm just feeling that like joy on his behalf, like that pleasure. Yes. Getting that. That's, that's one of my, th one of my favorite things is it's kind of just like watching her face and whether it's mm -hmm. her looking at me or her looking at the other guy and that connection uh -huh. and that all of that, like, I, I, f I fucking love it. Um, yeah. We have two different um, uh, positions on that though, as far as like with the jealousy thing. Yeah. Um, let's hear it. So like, well, for me, I just, it's not, it's not that I'm, I'm, and I'm sure there is a point where I'm jealous, but I don't really give it much thought because it, it just seems like a wasted emotion, you know? Um, yeah. We've been together so long. I know that, you know, literally nothing yeah. that this other person is going to do. He could have like, you know, the perfect shaped dick and know exactly how to th throw it and everything, but yep. she's coming back to me. Like, yep. I, I'm not, I'm not worried. Um, yes. cause it's, you know, when we make love, it'll, nothing will ever be hotter than when we're together connected as one. Yep. Yeah. 
And you know? I, like yep. I told him, I, I come quicker. I'm not nervous with him. Whereas if yeah. we're working or however, it's different yeah. for me. I have to warm up to it. Whereas I'm comfortable with him. And I tell yeah, him too. Like automatic. I was like, I always tell him I'm a little nervous and he just calms my nerves down. So sometimes he'll coach the guy, like she likes it this way. Cause I know my wife is not going to say it to you. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. So, oh, yeah. so FetishCon last year, yeah. we were doing, um, she was shooting with Fitzid and uh, Rowan. Oh, yeah, Fitzid. Mm-hmm. And so like Rowan and um, oh Josh Rivers, the Italian stallion. Um, we met all of them <laughs> kind of together. Great guys, great people. Mm-hmm. Um, but so like, it was like an in-between thing. Like, you know, sometimes it kind of starts getting a little soft or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'll be like, Oh, maybe do that thing. I like, and the male talent is just like, Oh my God, dude, you're the shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yes, yes. Oh, you know, it's the gosh. little things. And like, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So like when she starts making the noises, like for real, as opposed to like, you know, the regular porn noises, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I can tell the difference and I'm like, Oh, I, I gave her that. You yes. Know? Like that's, uh, I love it. Man, I, I just relate so much to you guys. Like awesome. when the four of us get together, it's going to be so cool. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. we just, it's like so much, there's so much similarity here. Like yeah. the way you describe your relationship. I mean, I literally sat and listened to my husband selling, saying that exact same shit to yeah. somebody, to a friend of ours the other day. And I'm just like, this is it. Yes. Like <laughs> I, I do love love. I can't help it. I love yeah. love. I, I feel it like everything. Right? It's oh, so awesome. good. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you say um you identify your sexuality? Um do you want to go first? You can go first. Okay. So um sapiosexual seems to be kind of the mm-hmm. most um What's that mean? Again? Most accurate one. It's more about the it's, yeah. It's more about the like the chemistry and the connection and and everything. Um, mm-hmm. I, I will. I don't like to to put a specific label in whether I'm you know straight or bi or whatever. Like it's it's more of mm-hmm. how the connection feels and as things evolve. You know, like I, I won't mm-hmm. I won't say no to a situation um, or an opportunity if if that feeling and that connection is there. With the exception of obviously it, you know, it's also kind of up to her um, right. in those types of scenarios because I, I wouldn't want to do anything that would make her feel uncomfortable in that either. Um, sure. But yeah, but like, so I mean, I'll never you, say like, no. Like, I've never been gender with. Gender isn't. Yeah. I, gender I feel isn't like, necessarily. Well, yeah. Um, I, I do identify more with, like, being with females and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that it's never going to happen it just that's currently who i'm most yeah. attracted to and connected to okay that um, makes sense yeah oh, so much sense <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And what about sa- for you? sapien what sapiosexual i'm a bisexual so i like male females yeah um yeah the question has always been asked like what do i like better and well, I know it's, it's a crazy question. So I hate just, that question. I'm, but I'm not like, going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I got to tell lie. the people out there. Tell them. I like the dick because obviously I don't have it. You know, women, we have <laughs> our parts, right? We don't know how to fulfill our parts. We could tell the female mm-hmm. to do it. But that friction mm-hmm. of a dick, it just makes mm-hmm. me. <sighs> but if well, it's a female, I... she could eat me too. But 
I just don't know. I like I like half and half. I won't lie, but I always say you're, honestly, you're I'm married. Attracted. I'm married to a, I'm attracted sure. to the, the the dick. I mean him. I mean the male. <laughs> I'm not the dick. I mean I'm so nervous. I mean him. I'm attracted specifically to your dick. <laughs> well, that's what it's for me. Male. I'm attracted specifically to my husband's dick. Like I don't really I'm not I don't really want other cis male dicks. Um, but you know, uh, again, like you said, it's like the the, the doors there. It's, it's not it's not like this closed door with a fucking mm-hmm. in a vault. Like yeah, yeah. it's it's open. It's swinging. It's a it's a saloon doors. Okay. There you go. Um, there you go. <laughs> but I do but like yeah. the girls like with me like the three something mm-hmm. so that like if especially. I, yeah, we could always. I think it's hard to trade off. Like, we'll do one position, one on the face, mm-hmm. or going and oh, yeah. watching uh, him. That's sexy. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm like. Yeah. Oh, that's sexy. You can't forget Very. about our favorite move. So do I have. Tell. Okay, yeah. so it started with. Uh, we were shooting a shower threesome with Laura Cross. Who yes, is Laura Cross. Awesome. <laughs> and just a tiny little thing. So I was like, yeah. I had this idea. I was like, I want to try something. So I pick her up and I turn her upside down. And we just start doing like a yeah, standing 69. Totally mm-hmm. And then I just had this brainstorm because like she was right. Jasmine was right there. I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I, I need her to be included in this. So I like mm-hmm. lean forward enough so that like we're both eating her pussy out at the same time. Oh, yes. Yes. And it's so we try to we do try to find some of those. Uh, what do you call them? Spinners? The, the smaller <laughs> yeah, women. The, the, the very can, small. Yeah. Yeah. So that like we you can do that move because it's super. Oh, fun. yeah. Okay, you, you have one on the pussy, one eating the ass. I mean, yeah. it's a whole fun time. And you're in the shower already, so it's like, you know, it's Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we did that. Um, and, uh, that's but <laughs> I will say, Jasmine Cruz, you, uh, it sounds like, I mean, it not sounds like I know. You have yet to experience uh, the Sin Sage strap-on. So, uh, you know, oh. I know you want that dick. I will just let you know, sometimes mm-hmm. I have a dick. <laughs> I have heard your show game is man. strong. They you know, tell me. I am bisexual, so but yeah, if you could work that, <laughs> you could work that strap on. I might have to think differently now. I mean, we even we even made a movie called Sin and Drake Strap on Threesomes, where we oh. both had, like I had my dick on, and we were both fucking a third girl, and so Ooh, we've wow. got some DP in there. We've got some, you know, Eiffel Tower action. Like we're just, <laughs> it's a thing. And then he can just like pull my strap onto the side from behind mm-hmm. and fuck me while I fuck the girl. Yes. Like, oh my god. Oh. It's At, pretty brilliant. That we're adding that to our fuck it list. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Just- I, let me I'll just I'll send you a copy. I'll send you a free copy. You can watch yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, oh that's my god, awesome. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So, gosh, it sounds like just lovely adventures and, and open-mindedness and so much love there Yes, between yeah. the two of you. So I love it that you, you know, and you're like a, it's it's a collaboration together for like the business and yeah. your personal life and like just joy. It just sounds like so much joy. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, you guys, this has been so freaking great. I, I'm so grateful um, to, to have had you on. I love this perspective from a couple too. Thank Great you. <laughs> I'm um, so glad that you that you invited us. It was yeah, it was so cool and like oh, just to finally even just see you interact with you face to face is pretty freaking awesome. Like I'm a little fanboyish. I won't lie. Um, oh, yeah, <laughs> <that's right. laughs> 
I'm excited. Yeah. Strap on. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. Um, it's happening. Um, uh, so, but to like round this out, I would yep. love to have y'all help me answer some questions that oh, I absolutely. got from fans. Oh, that's right. Ooh, yes, please. This one, we're, we're getting into it. So I'm really um, excited to have y'all's uh, perspective and, and opinion on these because um, so they're kind of, this one's kind of deep. Okay. 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 So this is from Kay. Hello, Sin. What advice would you give a woman who has really low self-esteem and self-loathing because of her appearance? I have albinism. And I was extremely and severely bullied because of this. I hope I'm saying that word correctly. Uh, I'm also visually impaired as well. What do you think of people who have albinism? I would really love to hear your opinion on this. It would really mean a lot to me. So first off, like, what do I think of people who have albinism? I mean, they're people, they're human beings. Like, I, you know, it's, um, it's just something that you're born with. And yeah. so you know, you're human and you're, you're worthy of love and joy and all the things that I believe all humans are worthy of. Absolutely. But it, it, it's difficult when it comes to, to self-esteem because, you know, I can understand that being like so difficult growing up, especially bullying is it's trauma. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, speaking on her, on her behalf, the crazy story, we've been bullied. So talking mm -hmm. from her even mm -hmm. though she's albino you could even be mm -hmm. bullied i mean i i thought he was a bully because you know he was an athlete he told me he was and oh, i was yeah. shocked i was like how wow. do you get bullied if you're an athlete i got i had crooked teeth i had pimples i was a little chunkier but see even mm -hmm. my love i had low self-esteem but that's when jr chimed in and said you know what they are missing out and an opportunity on a great person great personality and someone genuine so with that in mind, she has a special gift. And you know what? Some people are insecure yeah. with themselves. So just because yep. of the, she's visually impaired, to me, beauty is in different shapes and forms. And that's what I've always tried to encourage. It, it doesn't matter what what is not beautiful to one person, but it's beautiful to another. And the more yes. ratio of people will appreciate her more than that one bully, you know? So I give exactly. that to her and more empowerment to her because i think she mm -hmm. should not worry or waste her time and surround herself with positive people and it'll help raise her encouragement and self-esteem you are right yeah. mm -hmm. i would say that um you know it, it's definitely a struggle but you want to you know embrace who you are celebrate what makes you different and then build your confidence based off of that I would, I mean, I would, I know I would never discount somebody because mm -hmm. of something like that. And, exactly. you know, mm -hmm. if you're confident in who you are, if you're comfortable in your own skin, whether, you know, you look just mm -hmm. like everybody else or you look separate, you look different, you look, but you're, mm -hmm. you're you, you know, and, and you being that person, you sharing who you are, your truth, that's what makes yep. it sexy and, and, and fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, I like how you said that about <clears throat> almost like it's a, it's a gift in a, in some way, you know, yeah. I can understand that it's like, it, it was traumatizing being bullied and growing up and dealing with that and having those years of that um, sort of compounding inside yourself. And, and now you're feeling like you're living with such low self-esteem, but it's, 
it, it, it's it's so much about the perspective that we and we are the only ones who can change our own perspective right yeah. so it's like the thing about life is that like you, you cannot change the fact that you have albinism yeah but you can change the the way that you but, live with your albinism and the mm -hmm. the way that you look at it and the way that you choose to live with it and within yeah. it and that is the one thing that you do have control over yeah. and so it's like you're saying it's it's more about there's so many things that make you you like your beauty is in your uniqueness yes is in this like thing that's very special about you and if you lean like it's that leaning in right it's that owning of it it's that that you you can transform that you can transform the trauma into something that is more powerful and meaningful mm -hmm. Than the than this than the low self esteem that Absolutely. make it stronger than that, and another thing that I think is making the content that you consume almost like insulate yourself with like positivity, yes, with diversity positivity with like so so cut out like unfollow block mm -hmm. all the things that are like negative. Um, you don't need to see it or hear about it. You don't need to know about it. Like just make your world, make everything that comes across your vision as positive and uplifting as possible. The things that remind you like affirmations. Yeah. I believe so much in the power of affirmations, write little sticky notes talk that say you are beautiful and you are unique and you are beautiful because you are unique and like stick that onto your mirror that you look at first thing in the morning absolutely look yourself in the eye and say it and for a long time you're not gonna feel it mm -hmm. but if you keep doing that over time you will start to feel it like i promise i just promise because i know and don't ever let these words about like the thoughts that you have in your head that are low self-esteem, the thought, the things that like tear you down that come from your own inner voice, don't you ever say those things out loud. The second they come out into the world, like that becomes your mantra and that becomes the thing that starts to define you when that's not the case. Yeah. Only say the things that are positive and uplifting. Th that's only what gets said out loud and you will start to notice this shift. It's, mm -hmm. it's just a, it's a mindfulness and it's a practice. Soon you will feel as beautiful and sexy as you are. And then you just exude that confidence. And like, that's what's attracted. Absolutely. That, that fucking confidence that, oh, yeah. you know, and you know what, be fucking cocky. You deserve it. Like, <laughs> you know, it's so like one, per one person I'll say is super great to follow. And also this is a great TV show. Um, so Jonathan Van Ness is JVN on Instagram, mm -hmm. follow them and watch mm -hmm. the TV show on Netflix, Queer Eye, because they do, it's not a show about like, let's fix you and make you better. It's a show about here are the ways that you can be reminded of your beauty, regardless of what you're dealing with so you know like they have people with different disabilities and people with different, you know and yeah. it's just like they're like they're like you're already beautiful and we're gonna show you how to like yeah. recognize that and love, it's just love, such a love joy Jonathan. 
Oh my God. It's such a joy. It's such a celebration. It's always about the celebration. And that is something that has like helped me a lot. Um, especially because for me now I'm going off on a tangent, but I I hope I helped with, I hope we, you know, helped with the the question, but, um, it's something that like on a personal level, even though this is something that's going on in the whole country for queer people is like, man, the stuff that's been going on, um, politically and against the queer community, it's take, it was taking me to a very dark place. And it was when I, it was when the new season of Queer I dropped and I watched it and I was just like, oh my God, I can choose to lean into the celebrations. Like these celebrations are always happening every day. And I'm aware of what's going on like the battle and it sucks, but I, it's better for me. I'm more useful in this fight when I can focus on like the joy and celebrate that yeah, and not focus on like the things that would be dragging me down. Yeah. I mean, and the people that, that discount someone and who they are based on who, who they feel they are or who they are, Mm I mean, some of it, you know, yeah, it's out of bigotry and stuff. Some of it's out of ignorance mm-hmm. and some of it is just, yes. I mean, the, but ignorance is, is kind of a huge thing for a lot of that. And I, I always try to first assume ignorance over malice. That's I, I do want to believe, I want to believe that, that there is that good and that accepting in everybody. It's just the way that they could be the way that they were raised or just, you know, the, the fear mm-hmm. of the unknown. Um, yeah, because everybody like I just, you know, like you said earlier, like I love love, you know, so yeah. if you can find that love, that connection with whomever it is, you know, mm-hmm. build off of that and, and use that as your strength, as your center, your true. North. Yeah, it's it, it's it's that remembering the humanity of literally everyone. Absolutely. And and that that is. um a really good mindfulness thing to put into practice. And it yeah. is something I almost wish I could get it like tattooed on my forearm because like I, I want to remember to do that all the time. Yeah. And um, it's really hard online, you know, but uh, if we can always but... keep <laughs> the online stuff is just, it's so night. I believe that one, you know, 99% of the people on there would never even have the courage to say that to your face. You know, Absolutely. Um, it, it yeah. just like it's so it's such a waste of energy to give any credence yes. to any of those people out there, yeah. you know, and part of that living and just being happy and showing that you're happy with who you are, you're mm-hmm. comfortable in who you are, you mm-hmm. know, to help with all of them. And either they're going to yeah. get it or they're not. But either way, yeah. they're meant to be in your life or they're not. So don't yeah. feel like you have to get everybody to accept you, accept yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And the people around, be around people that accept who you are and fuck the rest. Yeah. Pretty you much. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. One more question. This is from C. Okay. As someone, as someone who works a nine to five type of job, I would love to know what a typical day, week, month, etc., would be like in your life as well as in the life of your future guests on the show, is it preferred to do, and this is sort of like paragraph down, is it preferred to do more than one scene a day? 
is any sensation or pleasure lost or gained by doing multiple scenes in a day. My thought would be that a second scene in a day is less intimate. Okay, so almost like a two-parter right there. Okay. So for me, like, I know that, um, you know, I feel like working for myself is a total blessing and I'm so grateful for it. Uh, the freedom that comes from working for yourself, you know, I don't have to ask permission to take a vacation. I, I mean, I just do what I want when I want to do it. But the other side of that coin is that I'm a terrible boss. <laughs> like, <laughs> I let myself get away with everything. Um, so I really work based on like my energy levels. I try to schedule things. If I schedule something, like I'm for sure doing it. If I'm collaborating mm -hmm. and I have something on the schedule, it's for sure happening. I'm not one of those people who does the same day cancellation. Never have been, never will be. <laughs> yeah. Like that happens to me all the time and it's very frustrating. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, like I'm not, I never was in a nine to five type of like office job. That lifestyle was never sort of like established in my way of being. So I sleep until noon and <laughs> some days I get some work done and some days I fucking don't. Yeah. Um, but y'all strike me as a little bit more, you know, you mentioned like your ambition and your energy levels. And so you strike me as a little more like you got your shit together. <laughs> How does your, uh, so I say like a lot of my typical days are like I sleep till noon, I fuck around, maybe I go disc golfing, but that's not a typical work day, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so what is your typical like shoot day look like, I suppose? Uh so if it's uh if we're doing collabs, it's a you know a different story altogether. Um, exactly. Mm -hmm. For me, well, for me especially, like I don't I don't do I have no desire to shoot for any of the big companies. Like that's I yeah I'm good when I put the pressure on myself for stuff, but I'm also like if I get in my head, it's it's just it's not happening. Um, gotcha. So I don't want to be on say a set with Brazzers and they're like, okay, it's time to pop. And I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. you know, I'll get in my head. Like, what? Why don't you, yeah. you know? Ah. Yeah. It's a totally different. No, for, for male pe performers, like, I do not envy that shit at all. Yeah. Like, it's a whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, when we're when we're doing collabs and shooting for ourselves, and hopefully, you know, in the future, when we start doing, like, where we can actually pay models to come and shoot for us and stuff, um, mm -hmm. I'm never going to have that requirement because there's enough right there's enough people with skills in editing and stuff like that you know i'll do i'll shoot i'll shoot as many scenes as i can you know get my dick up for yeah. and then you know i'll shoot some fake cum on there or you know oh, yeah she's got her little tricks like she'll <clears throat> if i know it's not happening i kind of give her a little look and then she knows like she'll just start deep throating me get all that saliva mm -hmm. built up and then i'll mm -hmm. just kind of ah you know do that whole yep. thing and then she'll like it let it, yeah. And then she'll just, you know, like then she'll stick her tongue out and just kind of let it dribble down. And... Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's that. It, yes, and that's I will fair. say that's even common practice, even in mainstream. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's just something that does happen. So yeah, yeah. You let me talk now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so for me, um, I would say I really have an addiction to sex in real life. So I had that okay. on an interview in Forty Something Magazine. So. This is why he made me like 
get into the lifestyle because of it. So the truth is I can do multiple scenes in a day until my body goes out. And usually some of the performers, I've actually, the most I've done was probably like four or five or six in a day. Yeah. Six, six that's a lot and six then, sex scenes like yes. fucking scenes yes. yeah so um, wow so it's it's for me like the stamina is there i love the sensation mm-hmm. the only thing that i remember him saying was make sure you rest recover hydrate and eat the right stuff so when i actually do that i actually eat clean like i i think it was yeah. a, the poke is what i always eat for scenes <laughs> because something about well, the raw salmon the seafood mm-hmm. and the salad it makes yeah. me last. Now, I remember a scene where I called my husband. I was in Miami like, oh, my gosh, I'm sluggish. Uh, you could usually do more guys. What happened? And he goes, well, babe, what did you eat? And I'm like, oh, maybe I should have <laughs> had that cheesecake or that cupcake or that shake. <laughs> hmm. And that's what he reminds mm-hmm. me. It's like it's shoot week. Mm-hmm. It's, it's convention week. It's exotica. You yeah. know, if you eat that, yeah. it'll affect your performance, your face, mm. your skin. So oh now then every event that's getting closer, I tend to work out at the gym more. He helps me mm-hmm. understand like that's the food you're eating. You consume that. Don't come to me again and saying that you're <laughs> tired at like eight o'clock. You want to go all nighter, huh? And do all these scenes. <laughs> but, and I love it because now we work together. So it's, it's a different yeah. feeling for me. Like I got all emotional because I think it was in the last few years because I've been, I've been doing things. We've been we were sep- separate because I was on Miami doing a shoot for Team Speed yeah. or, you know, mm-hmm. Scores Group, and then I I felt like this loneliness. I was like, here I am, the most happiest exotic dancer, traveling model, mom, trainer, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden I just kind of got teary eyed and I just cried and was like, it's kind of empty, like when you're just by yourself. But now I told him, you know what? No matter what, who takes me in production, maybe we'll do our, we will do our production in the future. It's so much mm-hmm. easier. We get to eat together. I mean, mind you, he, we, he was deployed like four or five times. So as oh. he's leaving back and forth, this is the time we're actually making up for the lost time. So usually yeah. I say we're on the road. I'm like, hey, babe, can we be on the road together more often? Like, yeah. because we didn't have that time traveling mm-hmm. it was always afghanistan or iraq mm-hmm. you know doing all these tours yeah. overseas so to me i felt like i just got him into porn it was me that said hey i was driving at the parking lot i'm like hey why don't you do porn with me and if you don't like it we can do fetish together and he was like no mm-hmm. pressure you don't have to work for a big huge production we can yeah. do it together like we love being goofy and nutty and loving together let's play yeah. off the scenes so now mm-hmm. his idea was taking our life into reality so my doctor hot wife i'm actually a sex addiction therapist and i yes. actually I do fuck scenes with other guys and he said that's it yeah but play it into your set like be dr hot wife be the professor and use your yeah. brain words in the script and i have been so i love that surprise. so it's like a like a series y'all have yes. created. Yes. Yeah. And he actually, he plays a coach in one of them. He plays a manager yes. of a rapper, a coach of an athlete. But these people that are in it, it's actually their background is what they do in real life. So the one that he's a, a manager for a rapper, you know, Alfonso Lays is a real rapper. So it's funny, my little puns, I guess he's trying to say not 
to put too much laughing in there, but I'm like, yeah, do you fuck Dr. Wildwife as your, as your next album? And he's trying to say, yeah, you know, don't say corny is too much. It's supposed to be sexual and sensual, but I have to work on that. But he's very creative. It's good to throw in a little bit of your, like your person, your personality to make, you know, like have a, like a little, you don't want it to be like a goofy fucking like fuck scene to where now it's not sexy anymore. But I think it's, I think it's great to throw in a little, you know, here and there, um, almost like a reference to yes. the premise of the scene. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah we have a lot of fun in. with that one. Um, and I, I, yeah, so I try to cameo in most of them and I'll have <laughs> a few like that him. I'll actually perform in it, but like for the most part, it's like with uh, mega drive, I was, I played his dad and you know, like <laughs> I just built this whole, created this whole thing of like, you know, yeah, my, uh, my wife and I, we went up to visit him in college and bring him some stuff. And we opened the door and he was just going to town on himself. And there were socks standing up all over the floor. And <laughs> That's great. So, and, and a lot of times the, the male talent, they'll, they'll get into it too. So like at the end of it, when we were getting ready to, to do the cum shot. And so mm-hmm. he was like, how about, how about when I get ready to come, I'll say, I need a sock. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. And she's like, oh no, you don't need a sock. Get right here. Ah. Oh. Just, I'll be your sock. That's yeah, right. Put it in Dr. Hollis now. Yes. <laughs> and they oh have God. fun. All the talents had, that we've worked with, like, told us as a couple, like, man, you guys are fun loving, outgoing. Some of the yeah. others are not like that. It's one and done, and you yeah. get out. With us, it's yes. more of a, you get to use your personality. If you're not good at acting, you want to stay quiet, we'll make you do gestures. Or it's like, do facial mm-hmm. expressions. You don't have to talk much. Mm-hmm. He's a great actor. Yeah. He'll talk for you. Mm-hmm. And you do the, uh, your facial. Yeah, I'll build your, I'll build yeah, your character build your around character. you. Yeah. Like, it just makes it more fun and makes it easier for them to, to ad-lib, especially if they're not the, a strong in an acting type thing. Yeah. Well, I love that. It's so creative. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, it is nice to like get to know someone a little bit. That's why uh, if I do collabs, a lot of times it's like we'll start doing with like some fetishy clips and stuff like that. And then you can mm-hmm. gauge like, okay, this is sort of like where your acting desire and or ability is. And then like, and then you can, and then when, when you do the sex scene, it's like, oh, now we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it always feels to me it's like i'm meeting someone for the first time and i'm like okay it's, you know it's a little awkward whatever i try yeah. to get to know him a little bit and then like we do the sex scene i'm like whoa you know yes. what a way to break the ice just fuck <laughs> <laughs> now we're friends um yeah. but yeah for me so i would say as far as sex scenes go i t- you know it's like maybe like two if we're doing a collab like two in a day as you know it's pretty pretty good usually hopefully we're throwing some other kind of clips in there too like i'm trying to make the most out of right. the time i've got with someone when it comes to collabs but um collaborations if you will uh but you know i i have done gone out and do um go to la and do some mainstream stuff and uh i've done two scenes in a day uh multiple occasions for that and uh there was one time that i was doing a collaboration with a a couple a like lesbian couple so i was like i did one scene with one of them i did one scene with the other one and then we did a threesome let me tell you like and it was weird that was the day i got the very first vaccine so it was the j and j for the COVID thing and so i went and got the vaccine and then i went and did this shoot and like gosh I was on fire. Like I oh. had so much sexual energy. No, this is, 
And I, after the fact, I heard other people talk about this, that like lots of people's side effects is like you get sick or you're out, down and out, whatever. The next day, like my body was kind of achy and sore, but the day of, I was just like, Woo, let's go. I'm going to fuck you. I'm going to fuck you. Like, I just had that energy and I was like, hell I'm, yeah. I'm so jealous right now because I got the J&J one and I did not get that type of a pleasant oh, side man. effect. No, it was I painful. I was just so lucky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. I'm, I just, my one little lucky thing I got. That's of. right. But, but yeah, so it just depends. It depends on like my energy levels for the day. It depends on... um you know, I'm also kind of, I can be like a chameleon sometimes, it's like who I'm working with. I just kind of like match what they're bringing. Yes. And so, yeah. So like if, if maybe I was dragging ass earlier, but they, they, we start doing the scene and they're bringing it to me and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I'm here with you. Yes. Like yeah. it just get, gives me up there more. So, but I don't notice, you know, I, I don't notice like less pleasure, less joy, like mm-hmm. trust me, each each time to put my hands on the other person i'm very excited about it like it doesn't yes. diminish <laughs> absolutely not not until i'm just tired not until yeah. the day is just like okay now i want to eat and like smoke a joint and just mm-hmm. like, be done with it but like mm-hmm. up till that point when i'm in work mode and i'm on like just be feeling feisty you know it doesn't diminish oh yeah anything for me yeah, if we're shooting fetish stuff, like I'll shoot, I can shoot probably 20, most I've done is like 20, 24 uh, clips in a day. Like I, oh I'm, my a God. Freak, I'm a freaking machine. Like if sex isn't, isn't part of it, it's so much easier for me. Like if you well, turn definitely. that camera on and I get into that, that, uh, that mentality, whatever my character is for that one. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like funny thing. I hate feet, hate feet. But oh no! I Even hate sexy them. ladies' feet. They're Everything. So I don't like anything about it. <laughs> anything about feet at all. But you wow. turn that camera on, yeah. and you would think that it was that I was, you know, Your Joey thing. or yeah. Bambi femdom. Like I, right? That camera's rolling. I'm like, oh, you're all in there, digging my tongue in and everything. I, I got it. That's kind of fun because then, like, if we did a foot clip, I would almost feel like I'm femdoming you. Like, <laughs> yeah, get that nasty foot in your mouth. Yeah. You love it. Tell me you love it. <laughs> I love it. Yes, mistress. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. So we already have one idea down. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I, I have a whole character for the femdom bullying type stuff. And that's the, um, we call him that's Nerdy so Buns. We call him Nerdy Buns. So the wedgies and all that stuff, you know, I just. Mm-hmm. I get into this character that it just like um I I just want people to like me and I don't understand it. All of these like pretty girls, like they're just so mean to me. And I don't I don't know. Like my mommy tries to give me different ideas, but I, I oh they're always pulling my underwear over my head and it's just so mean. <laughs> oh, okay. I love it so much. Yeah, Thank you. you're great. Thank you. <laughs> That's so nice uh, to have. Yeah, we're just a partner that's like also having fun with it. I mean, you guys are so into it. It's yeah. perfect. So you would marry nerdy buns anyway. Oh yeah. What hot? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're, we are working on a on a reverse gangbang series with nerdy buns. Nerdy yeah, buns exactly. equipment manager. Equipment manager. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Oh. So very, that'll very be a cool. that'll yeah. be another one that we start kind of slowly building in, but. So when you do shoot, it's just the two of you and you're setting up to be like, 
I mean, do you put a day on the calendar and you're like, this is the day that we're going to shoot and then you make sure your kids are gone or like you go somewhere else and then like you schedule things. How, how does that work for you? So when it's just us, it's, it's kind of uh, like our, our uh, Tati, our manager for our you know pages and stuff, they'll be like, Hey guys, so I need mm -hmm. like this, I need this, I need this. And then we're just like, okay, mm -hmm. um, all right. Kids are playing Fortnite and watching Netflix in the other mm -hmm. Other room, kids, doors locked, mm -hmm. don't knock, don't come. We'll call you when we're yeah. done. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we just kind of, whatever. We Ours is a lot more like gonzo and, and stuff when it's just the two of us mm -hmm. shooting. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Not to say that we d wouldn't come up with anything, but it's yeah. it's just more Sometimes fun. Sometimes it's like we're a just, lot yeah. intimate that way. Yeah, yeah. Because we're married. You know? It's like, if we yeah. plan it out, it's I, like, you know, no, when we're, we're, when we're shooting together. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's mm -hmm. just fun and hot and yeah. passionate. And, yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, you, I just have to ask this one more question because you kind of like brought it up a little bit. Um, <laughs> so, do are your kids aware of what you all do? Yes. In this yes. regard. Yep. They know and, about um, our lifestyle and about yeah. what we shoot. And because uh, you said they're all teenagers and stuff, yeah. right? Yes. So, was it like you sat them all down? You're like, we're gonna have this conversation. How did that go? <laughs> so it actually started. I was um. I was making these little jokes, just off color jokes. I'm like, oh, well, you know, money's kind of tight this week. I don't know. I might have to go and, uh, you know, start hooking or <laughs> so I just make these little mm -hmm. just jokes about it. And then one day mm -hmm. I forget how or why, but I was just like, you guys really want to know the truth. And I'm like, I don't want to go into too much detail, but I want you guys to know, uh, you know, eventually it's not a, if you get outed, it's when you get outed because people exactly. are going to find out. So I yep. would rather, you know, at least that we're always going to tell you guys the truth. And if, uh, you know, can, you can come to us with any questions, any topic, any time, but know that we're going to be honest. If you ask the, yes. if you ask the question, don't ask a question you don't want the answer to. Yeah. That's kind of how we plan that. That, and that is something that, you know, that's one of the things that people with uh, kids have to be aware of if yeah. they are going to be, um, getting into making content and stuff. Yeah. And I, I think it's, you know, it's still like a, just a decision that people have to make for themselves of what they're comfortable with yeah. as always. But I don't think it should be like a complete and total deal breaker. Right. You know, where it's just like, no, I have kids. So no, I can't do it. It's well, like, yeah. no, I mean, you're, you also still have your own life. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what um, we were saying to our, the first one, uh, okay. Like, you know, be true to you. Cause if that's something yeah. that you're into, you yeah. know, like find a way to make it work, even if, cause some people are just yeah. voyeurs. And so it just kind of like, Oh wait, yeah. I can monetize this. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And, and I think too, it, it is like, uh, about being open and honest. Yes. I, I think that's just the thing, you know, trying, trying to keep your kids from knowing what porn is at all. Sorry, but yeah. it's not going to happen. Like you can't do exactly. that. Exactly. And this is, again, this just goes into like the issue with sex education, the fact that like yeah. this is the world we live in right now. So rather than trying to like put limitations on what fucking adults can enjoy, we should be talking about these things to people who are teenagers. Yeah. Because it's like they're already into this stuff. Whether you want them to be or not, like they're doing it, they're thinking about it, they're talking about yeah. it. Different, you know, it's, it just oh, is yeah. a part of life. And so instead of trying to 
like stop it from happening and end it was never gonna work just educate about it yeah. like there should be porn literacy classes like mm -hmm. this should yeah. be like this is not a how-to for the most part yeah um, you could look at how to porn which is yeah. different but yeah this isn't meant to replace sex education this right. is like this is like watching the olympics you can't yeah. expect to go and be an olympian <laughs> the first time you have sex well, you know well you know and then of course there is the whole ugly truth of it's not all real believe it or not you know yeah. the porn stuff like half of the shooting is is actually not as enjoyable as just regular having sex yeah. because you got to get the camera yeah. angles and you got to get this yep. and you got to get that and you got to okay well you want three to four minutes to per position so okay well nope yep. now we got to switch when yep. we're when, and that you know when we're fucking it's kind of we find a position and nine times out of ten we're we're in there till the end of it like <laughs> yes. yeah you know sometimes like you're, it's you're... just straight to doggy sometimes it's you know mm -hmm. the cowgirl it, it's flexible. all depends the flexibility positions that you have to have in the stamina yeah People don't understand yeah, when you're performing it's totally different yes. it's totally different and then like when you're with your partner when you're doing a scene with a mm -hmm. partner you could just like set the camera up on a tripod and just yeah. fuck because oh, yeah. you know that this is, yeah. and and then but then you can market it as that too like this is real couple fucking this right. is real fucking you know yeah. but then it's like when you go perform for a company and they're very specific about what they want and there's like three people four people sometimes five people in the room oh, and yeah. like you know and it's like okay we got enough of that now stop that or maybe the other person oh this hurts like can we move and nah, 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 nah. but you don't see any of that you just see a, a dick ramming an asshole and you don't see yeah. like that she hasn't eaten for 14 hours oh my god the crap like <laughs> i just learned about that yeah. just this past like, year i didn't even so know that yeah. she doesn't shoot anal do anything anal like at all yeah and it, part oh, of it okay. is because she just doesn't like it but also like Okay. You know, the, the prep, the work that goes into that, it's like, holy crap. For anal penetration, yes. Yeah. 100%. It's a lot of it's work that lot. goes into it. Oh, my gosh. I don't yeah. I do not do it either, but I do love eating ass, so yeah. I'm all about that. <laughs> well, Mr. Sexy Bunch loves getting his ass eaten. There but you go. I digress. <laughs> Sorry, my, love, my hard I line is watching. man ass. I love watching <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> I'm just not equal opportunity. I can't yeah. Help it. No. Hey. You do you. <laughs> exactly. I just want to make sure that that was you know, at least put out there. You know. I love that. I love it. <laughs> I mean, we're fucking adults, okay? Let's yeah. Eat ass, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just been such a joy. What a pleasure! Oh my gosh, yes. it's great. You so are great guests, and I love learning more about you and your dynamic and um and all that stuff so i think that my listeners here would also love to hear where they can find all of your things and watch you in action and support the work that you do awesome well yeah so my site is jasmine j-a-z-m-i-n-e-c-r-u-z-x-x-x.com and you'll find all my links on that jasminecruzxxx.com and then i have uh Mr. Sexybuns.com, M R S E X Y B U N S.com is where you can get to all of our links. Are we both have uh, loyal fans? We've got OnlyFans, we've got um, a Pornhub oh, channel, channel, we've got um, many vids. I think I said many vids. We've got Close for Sale for all of our uh, fetish people that like to see stuff. Nah, uh, we're on a hamster, but we don't really. It, sometimes our stuff just kind of gets on there, but. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. same. And then on social, you know, social media, you can find us at uh, I'm I, my Twitter is at jr underscore cruise twenty twenty, and my Twitter is Jasmine Cruise off one. And then uh, Mr. Sexy Buns twenty twenty two on Instagram. And my Instagram is Jasmine Cruise Modeling. Yeah, we're getting ready to uh, launch within the next six months is kind of our goal of our podcast, the Just Cruising podcast, where it will interview different people that we work with and shoot with. And also, you know, just talk about things like the balance between all of it and kind of getting people to remember that, you know, yeah, our characters on screen is one thing, but we're human beings with like actual lives. Like it's not just some crazy little thing. Um, so yeah, we really enjoy doing those episodes and once we get a decent enough amount of them kind of archived up, then we will uh, get ready mm-hmm. to launch it. Yeah. We already started. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, perfect. Well, we will be, um, we will hopefully be hearing about that when the time comes. And sure. obviously I very much hope you will have me on as a guest. Yeah. Oh, of course. I love that. Yes. And that's, that's all what I'm trying to do too. I, I think like the more, uh, the more podcasts and media and stuff we can put out that it, that does just like that does just show we are human beings too and we yeah. are all sexual creatures and like don't forget our humanity as sex workers like this yes. is important shit so the more uh, stuff like that we can get out there just the better it is <laughs> for society in my yes. opinion so <laughs> absolutely all right. Well, I hope everyone will go and find all your stuff and, and support you and what you do and check it out. And as always, I my website is sin-sage.com and you can find all my stuff there, sin-sage.com. I've got I've got an all my I've got a link tree as well. Everything's there. I'm just at SinSage. I still do a little bit of Twitter here and there. I do at, at real SinSage on Instagram, which I was just informed today. Only the people who follow me can see see my stuff. So Ooh, I appealed wow. that. We'll see what happens. Well, yeah, let's make just, sure we go follow her on that if we don't already. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Um, you are. Yeah, I mean, like. <laughs> hubba hubba. Her, we have to just wait. Just saying. So her. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not oh worthy. <laughs> <Stop. laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so y'all know where to find me and and, and all that anyways. <laughs> and thank you everyone so much for listening. And if you would like to have your question featured on this podcast, please send your questions for advice, uh, questions about sex work or pornography, anything like that, to sinsagepodcast at gmail.com. Of course, you spell sin with two Ns. Sinsagepodcast at gmail.com. Please send your questions. And thank you so much again for listening. And now everybody get out there and go live authentically. Bye. Bye. Bye.